and I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We move on today to the opening nine verses of Matthew chapter 15. These verses deal with an incident that took place between the religious leaders and Jesus over the washing of hands. Their complaint had nothing to do with breaking the law, but of violating a tradition which they considered to be equal with the law. They wanted to know why his disciples did not wash their hands, referring to a ceremonial cleansing rather than to what we would consider a sanitary washing. Now, here are verses 1 through 9 of Matthew chapter 15, and they read, Some Pharisees and other Jewish leaders now arrived from Jerusalem to interview Jesus. Why do your disciples disobey the ancient Jewish tradition, they demanded, for they ignore our ritual of ceremonial hand-washing before they eat. He replied, And why do your traditions violate the direct commandment of God? For instance, God's law is honor your father and mother. Anyone who reviles his parents must die. But you say, even if your parents are in need, you may give their support money to God instead. And so, by your man-made rule, you nullify the direct commandment of God to honor and care for your parents. You hypocrites! Well, did Isaiah prophesy of you? These people say that they honor me, but their hearts are far away. Their worship is worthless for they teach their man-made laws instead of those from God. The Savior is waiting to enter your heart. Why don't you let him come in? There's nothing in this world to keep you. captivity, the Jewish rabbis begin to make meticulous rules and regulations governing the daily life of the people, and these rules were handed down from generation to generation. Now, here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. They send out a delegation from Jerusalem to check up on Jesus. His fame was reaching to the south from Galilee. And evidently the headquarters at Jerusalem wanted a deputation to give a first-hand report. Their question to Jesus was, 
Why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? They don't wash their hands before they eat. Matthew 15, verse 2. Rabbinic tradition called for an elaborate ceremonial washing. Hands, cups, pitchers, and kettles. Jesus' disciples apparently didn't fully follow those traditions. The delegation wanted to know why not. The tradition of the elders is also called the tradition of men or tradition of the fathers. This was an elaborate and large corpus of oral comments relating to rules of conduct. It was orally passed on, and the Pharisees considered it almost as authoritative as the Scriptures. It was later written down and formed the Mishnah, one part of it dealt with the washing of the hands. It was called yadayim, Hebrew word for hands. It dealt with the amount of water to be used, how washing was to be done for effective ceremonial purification of the hands before eating. This was not a law of scripture, but it was rabbinic tradition. Jesus' disciples didn't observe this tradition with respect to the hands. Jesus didn't answer their question, but he pointed these Pharisees and teachers to a command from the inspired scriptures, which the Pharisees and the teachers of the law didn't keep. This was more of a counterattack on the part of Jesus. Jesus makes a fundamental distinction between rabbinic tradition and the scriptures. The first is nothing more than halakhic tradition, and the second concerns laws and commands of God. Jesus' incisive statement deserves some thought. Here it is from Matthew 15, 3-6. And why do you break the command of God for the sake of your tradition? For God said, Honor your father and mother, and anyone who curses his father or mother must be put to death. But you say that if a man says to his father or mother, whatever help you might otherwise have received from me is a gift devoted to God. He is not to honor his father with it. Thus you nullify the word of God for the sake of your tradition. That's the statement. Interesting, let me explain. Evidently, the Pharisees thought nothing of breaking the command of Scripture for the sake of or on account of halakhic tradition. The Bible is clear regarding the children's responsibility to fathers and mothers. They are to honor them, respect them, obey them. They are not to speak evil of them or revile them. That's what the word curse means. The child who speaks evil of a parent should be put to death. It's that serious in the eyes of God. Children were to take care of the parents. The Pharisees evaded this law in a most unique way. A son could devote a particular item to the Lord by making a vow. That item would then be kept separate. Such items which were supposedly separated to God could be kept in the home. These Pharisees and teachers of the law in this delegation, and no doubt others also, would then say to their parents, 
that that which they had intended to give to the parents for support was now devoted to the Lord. They sounded very spiritual. To the poor, needy parents, the child would piously say, I really wanted to help you, but I decided to give it rather to the Lord. Of course, with time and under certain conditions and in certain ways, vows could then be made null and void. This was a very clever way, appealing to halakhic tradition to disobey the command of God to honor or to take care of father and mother. Jesus laid it right on the line for this delegation. He called people who got around the law of God this way hypocrites, verse 7. Hypocrites because they made a great big show of devotion to the Lord when they were only interested in their own wealth. They made a show of devotion when they disobeyed God's law in favor of human traditions. Their religion was one of externals only, of outward show. This should not have been unexpected. Isaiah had prophesied such matters. Jesus quoted from that great 8th century prophet. Isaiah quoted God as predicting that these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are but rules taught by men. That's exactly what was going on in Jesus' day. It's a tragedy when Judaism and later Christianity was only outward. It wasn't designed that way at all. God said here through Isaiah that worship produced by such religion is vain. It's useless. Such teachings are nothing but the teachings of men, God had said. Things haven't changed much since Jesus' day. Much of religion still offers nothing but show. The tragedy is that Christ offers so much more than just externals, just showy experiences, rituals, or deeds. He offers inward peace that passes understanding and a joy and satisfaction that can otherwise not be known. These Pharisees and teachers of the law had allowed themselves to be seduced by Satan into relegating their religion primarily to an exhibition. They wanted to look religious and spiritual to others. That was hypocrisy, and their worship was useless. Meaningful, useful worship is coming His way. Jesus 
News, a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.